Hey everyone, welcome back to the Alberta Roundup. I'm your host, Rachel Emanuel. It has been a very interesting week in Alberta politics, and we have a great show planned for you today. So, let's take a look at what we're going to be talking about. Alberta has a new premier, Danielle Smith was sworn in earlier this week, and she's already making waves. In fact, so much so that it seems like the Alberta NDP are going to live in a constant state of being triggered by the new premier. In fact, they're already calling on Premier Smith to apologize for comments she made earlier this week. Meanwhile, the Federal Emergencies Act inquisition has begun in Ottawa, and Alberta is participating, saying it was unnecessary. We're going to be talking about all that and more happening now on the Alberta Roundup. Okay guys, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith was sworn in this week on Tuesday at a ceremony at the Government House at Edmonton, following the Thanksgiving weekend. In her remarks following the ceremony, Danielle Smith said, Albertans' freedoms and rights have been tested over the last two years, and she's looking to strengthen them. Like most Albertans, Smith said she believes freedom is foundational. The Premier also said she's going to protect Alberta's jurisdictional rights from Ottawa, something she campaigned on, as you know. And she spoke about the need to protect Alberta's most vulnerable, especially during the cost of living crisis that we're currently in. Take a listen to her comments now. Together we will stand up to defend Albertans' charter rights as well as defend Alberta's exclusive rights over our areas of provincial jurisdiction, which are enumerated clearly in Canada's constitution. But we will also demonstrate the compassion Albertans expect of us by ensuring the vulnerable and our seniors can afford the necessities of life during this time of inflation. We must ensure our children have the support they need to succeed. We must address the mental health crisis that is stealing our young people from us. We must give real help to those on our streets who don't know where to turn. In her first press conference, just hours after being sworn in as Premier on Tuesday, Daniel Smith began making waves. Premier Smith said she will no longer be relying on public health advice from Dr. Dina Henshaw. Now, let's get this story right. A lot of outlets were reporting that Henshaw had been fired or was going to be fired. Now, that might be the case, but that's not what Premier Smith said on Tuesday. She simply said she won't be taking health advice from Henshaw anymore. I asked the Premier's office, does this mean Henshaw has been fired or will be? And they said no decisions have been finalized currently. Something else noteworthy from the press conference is Premier Smith said she has not been able to get a hold of former Alberta Premier Jason Kenney. Smith said she sent an invitation to Kenny to have a meeting and discuss an orderly transition, but he hasn't responded. Still, Smith was more than forgiving of the former premier, who she said she still admires greatly. Smith said the leadership race did not go the way Kenny would have liked and that he had a preferred candidate, former finance minister Travis Taves, and she said he might need a little more time just to adjust to things. Let's move into the controversy of the week. I'm sure you heard these comments by now, but we're going to go over them anyways. Premier Smith made some more comments in her press conference, this time talking about the discrimination the unvaccinated have faced. She said she doesn't know of another group that faced more discrimination in her lifetime than the unvaccinated. Of course, Alberta, like all other Canadian provinces, implemented a vaccine passport, barring the unvaccinated from places of work at times, as well as movie theaters and things like restaurants. They were treated like second-class citizens during the COVID-19 pandemic while the vaccine passports were in place. And Smith acknowledged this discrimination in her first press conference as premier on Tuesday. The community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane to either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've 
ever witnessed in my lifetime. That's a pretty extreme level of discrimination that we have seen. I don't take away any of the discrimination that I've seen in those other groups that you mentioned, but this has been an extraordinary time in the last uh, year in particular. And I want people to know that I find that unacceptable, that we are not going to create a segregated society on the basis of a, of a medical choice. Now, today's victimhood culture was out in full swing following the press conference with everyone and their mother taking to Twitter to say no, they in fact have been the most discriminated against. But the loudest of these voices was, of course, you guessed it, the Alberta NDP, who are demanding that Premier Smith apologize. In fact, NDP leader Rachel Notley hosted an entire press conference for the sole purpose of asking the Premier to apologize for her comments. You can't make this stuff up. Take a listen for yourself. Given the amount of hurt and pain that has genuinely been expressed to us over the last two days, uh, I call on Premier Daniel Smith to reconsider her decision to not apologize and in fact to profound an immediate, or, I'm sorry, and in fact to offer up uh, an immediate and uh, uh, authentic apology to the hundreds of thousands of Albertans uh, whose experiences she has negated and, and who she's her remarks have hurt. The following day, Smith released a clarification statement but did not apologize. She said she did not mean to trivialize the discrimination that marginalized groups in Alberta have faced. I suspect she won't apologize. It's already been a couple of days and we haven't heard anything from her about that apology. But the NDP are not stopping their calls and are demanding the Premier to apologize nonetheless. Okay guys, let's briefly move over to discuss the Emergencies Act Inquisition which began in Ottawa this week. On Thursday's witnesses gave their opening remarks. Alberta, along with the government of Saskatchewan, is participating in the process. Now, for those of you who need a little refresher, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in February invoked the Emergencies Act for the first time in Canadian history to grant himself special emergency powers to deal with freedom convoy protesters who were in Ottawa to protest the federal government's COVID-19 restrictions, including vaccine mandates. Now, I can say with some certainty that the protesters were peaceful because I was in Ottawa covering the federal government at the time of the Freedom Convoy. And we already know that the Ottawa police say they did not ask the federal government for the Emergencies Act to be invoked, contradicting earlier claims from Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino. Now, the government of Alberta's and Saskatchewan are saying they also didn't need the Emergencies Act to deal with their respective border blockades. In Alberta, we had the Coots border blockade, and the Alberta government says it was able to deal with that blockade without powers needed under the Emergencies Act. Okay, guys, what we're watching in the weeks to come. Just after Danielle Smith was announced the new premier in the UCP leadership race, I had a 30-minute interview with her, and I asked her about what some of her plans are in the weeks to come. I also asked her about the $160 million that former premier Jason Kenney announced in his final week in office. That includes $73 million to the aviation sector and with a partnership with WestJet. And Premier Smith said she might have to take a closer look at some of those funding announcements. She has said her chief of staff, Marshall Smith who worked in the Kenny government, flagged some of the items and said the government might need to take a closer look at them. So it'll be interesting to see if she decides to roll back any of those funding announcements. One other thing for you guys to be aware of and to watch for in the weeks to come is that Danielle Smith confirmed that she will be running in the Brooks Medicine Hat by-election. As you know, UCP MLA Michaela Fry resigned on Friday morning, just after Smith won the UCP leadership race, and encouraged Smith to run in that riding. Smith confirmed on Saturday that she will run in the Brooks Medicine Hat by-election, and if she's confirmed in that seat, she could be in the legislature as early as November 29. So I think we can see the House being recalled in late November. It is worth noting that the seat is a conservative safe seat, and it's also a rural riding, with Smith saying that she wants to run in that region because she wants to present rural Albertans. 
Something else worth noting that I told you I'd follow up with is that UCP MLA Todd Lowen has been confirmed back to the UCP caucus. I told you guys last week that he was in the UCP caucus meeting on Friday morning, and he's confirmed that he's now back in the party once again. Okay, guys, moving into the Alberta politics funniest moment of the week. Premier Smith has announced that she will run in the Brooks Medicine Hat by-election, but she said she's going to leave the Calgary elbow seat open. You guys might remember the former MLA, Doug Schweitzer, who was also a Kenny cabinet minister, resigned from both his cabinet post and later his month, his seat in Calgary elbow. That seat's been sitting open since then. A couple of people have expressed interest in running for it, including John Horseman. He told me he's interested in the seat. He, of course, was a UCP leadership candidate for a brief period of time. Daniel Smith said she's going to leave that seat open because there needs to be a race between all the candidates who are interested in running for the UCP and winning that nomination. And of course, the Alberta NDP just can't handle it. They've decided to make an enormous deal about the fact that Smith is leaving this seat open, despite the fact that seats sit open all the time ahead of a general election. In fact, listen to Rachel Notley's comments for yourself. For over a month, this area hasn't had an MLA. And so we're here today to call on the UCP to call a by-election in this area before the next election so that the people of this area can have their voice. It's no surprise that the opposition would want to attack the government. That is, in fact, their role. But you'd think that the opposition in this case would be able to find something a little more meaningful or substantial to attack the Premier on. I guess we'll have to keep hoping. Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. I want to take a quick moment and thank my listeners. This show has grown so much in the number of weeks since we started it. We're at about 17 to 19,000 weekly listeners, which is so exciting. I feel so lucky that I get to do this. I love my job. So thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, if you support our work over at True North, please visit donate.tnc.news and show us your appreciation so that we can continue bringing you the independent news. Thank you so much. Have a great week and I'll see you next weekend.